Hi, I'm Carissa Vacker, and welcome back to Sleepwave, a podcast where we let waves of relaxation wash over you through original sleep meditations created to help you fall asleep tonight. And don't worry if you don't hear the end of an episode. I encourage you to drift off whenever you're ready. Before we get started on tonight's episode, I'd like to say thanks again for all of the great ratings and reviews you guys have left us on Apple Podcasts and some of the other networks too. Extra thanks goes to Daniela713. She's a medical student who has a hard time quieting her mind for sleep. But since listening to Sleepwave, she's prioritizing rest and sleeping better. This one goes out to you tonight, Daniela. So if you too find that sleep has come easier since listening to Sleepwave, and you've not yet reached out to us, please feel free to let us know via the reviews on Apple Podcasts. We read them every day, and your ratings and reviews help us reach even more people who need a little help with their sleep right now. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know about the best way to get a perfect night's sleep. With Sleepwave Premium, enjoy an ad-free experience, two exclusive bonus episodes a month, as well as our back catalog of premium content. Your support really helps. Sign up takes two taps, so please click the link in the show notes. But now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our children face more health challenges than we as parents ever did, and it can be challenging as a parent to be sure that you're doing the right things for your family. The advice can be overwhelming. I believe that moms are an absolute force of nature and have the most ability to create change. And that's why I created the Wellness Mama podcast to give simple answers for healthier families and to cut through all the noise. With over 700 episodes, this show has tons of practical tips on topics like real food, stress, sleep, fitness, toxins, natural living, and so much more to give you actionable steps to improve your family's health. Simply search for Wellness Mama, spelled M-A-M-A, on your preferred podcast platform to join the hundreds of thousands of regular listeners. You've likely found yourself up late at night, scrolling through your phone for longer than you mean to, or watching another episode of a favorite TV show, or typing on your computer long past when you know it's time for bed. As I get more and more tired, it becomes harder and harder to listen to my body and do the thing it's asking for, to sleep. Instead, my tired mind wants the seeming relief of the nothingness of scrolling social media or watching TV when, obviously, that only means less sleep and more exhaustion the next day. Especially for my fellow parents of young children, 
You're probably familiar with that feeling that the small window between when your child goes to bed and when you do is the only me time you get in the day. For the past couple weeks, though, I've been making a conscious effort to be more aware of how I spend my time by tracking my day. If you've never charted how you spend time in a day, I encourage it. For three days, I charted in a spreadsheet how I spent each hour of time during the day and how long I slept. This increased awareness of how I'm spending my time was so eye-opening. I realized I could actually do more work and less time if I was more focused when I was doing it and not checking social media, emails, texts, the second a notification pops up. In fact, I silenced the majority of notifications altogether. I realized the nights I went to bed at 10 p.m. or before, I was happier and more energized the next day. I also started making myself a priority by moving my body first thing in the day, even if it's just a quick yoga session or a 10-minute walk around the block. These little changes have made even this very busy last week less stressful and more enjoyable. But that's not to say these changes have been easy. It's usually hard to do the thing that is most beneficial for our bodies, at least at first. It takes discipline to work out or eat healthy or put yourself to bed on time until it becomes a habit. Bringing awareness to your habits naturally encourages you to choose healthier ones and bring a bit more balance to your life. You've already done a nice thing for yourself tonight by choosing to listen to this podcast and meditate before sleep. You've chosen to consciously slow down your mind, bring awareness to your body and breath, and cue your whole being that it's time for sleep. It may have taken discipline to show up here today, to choose to get in bed and meditate. And if so, that's okay. You did it. We're here and we'll be better tomorrow for choosing to fall asleep in a conscious way tonight. Take a deep breath and get cozy as we meditate to Self-Discipline for More Restful Sleep by Billy Gill. Whenever we set boundaries, be they boundaries for our own behavior or the ways we allow others to behave toward us, there is often a sort of pushback. It can take many forms. We seem to be innately resistant to limitations. Our minds are capable of conceiving vast images of unlimited possibility. We create this capacity for the amazing technological and intellectual and artistic achievements of the human species, but there is another ability that we possess which may have even more to do with our success. Our ability to focus our attention in a single direction without distraction is the other side of the coin of human achievement. Without being able to limit our wandering minds and sustain our intentions for a long time, there would be no great cathedrals or technological innovations. So, while we need to honor and embrace our penchant for dreams and grand visions, 
we also benefit from marrying them harmoniously to self-discipline. What is your relationship to self-discipline? Have you considered it? Does the phrase itself make you tense up? The root of the word discipline is the same root as the word disciple. Most people think that disciple means a follower of a certain religious teaching because of the history of the word. But in the original meaning of the word is one who studies or learns. Self-discipline is self-study or self-learning. As young people, we are subjected to discipline, which at its best is an attempt to teach a lesson. Unfortunately, the idea of discipline has become warped to be synonymous with a kind of harsh punishment, which may even be an excuse for cruelty. This sad distortion of discipline may be the root cause of why so many people resist the concept altogether. Reframing discipline as a kind of self-study can have a dramatic effect on every area of your life, from your health, to your relationships, and certainly to your sleep. Tonight's sleep meditation expands our relationship with discipline. By cultivating a healthy relationship with limitation, we see that limitation is one of our greatest gifts rather than adversity. This is because limitation gives our lives form and definition. It draws the lines of our experience and helps us shape our habits, which ultimately shapes our character. Make sure that you are lying down in a relatively comfortable position that allows you to breathe easily. Don't rush into relaxation. Give yourself plenty of time to adjust your clothing, blankets, pillows, and anything else. Once you have found a reasonably comfortable position, try to be still. Even lying still can become a form of self-discipline. Say to yourself, silently in your mind, I will now practice sleep meditation. For the duration of this sleep meditation, I will remain very still. Of course, if you have to move, please feel free to do so. But you should try to keep your physical movements to a minimum. This simple statement and the simple act of being still has drawn a boundary for you. The impulse to transcend limitations is very often a strong one for many people. Simply because the line has been drawn, there may be some part of you that wants to cross it. However, this is a line that you draw for yourself voluntarily. Drawing a line voluntarily for yourself is very different than someone else forcing you to adhere to some limit. When you voluntarily impose a limitation on yourself, 
you are creating a context for your inner work to begin. The yogic term for this process is tapas. Tapas means to heat or to burn or to glow. It's understood that this is a quality that the seeker voluntarily practices because the sensations and feelings that accompany this burning cause a self-reflection. It's only at times when you are challenged that you can discover what you are truly capable of. So the yogis seek out ways to produce this inner heat of tapas by taking on difficult challenges of their own free will. The sensation of this inner heat is sometimes a literal sensation, as is the case when this principle is applied to yoga postures or any challenging physical activity. Sometimes, this internal friction is more of a mild frustration as in a meditation practice that asks your mind not to wander off, as it often will, in any direction other than the one to which it is pointed. The nature of the mind is very restless. Concentration of the mind need not be tense, but there may be some effort involved to keep the mind focused in a single direction, especially in the beginning stages of a meditation practice. Sometimes when this inner heat arises, people want to throw up their hands and be done with it. This is the precise moment when one should intensify their awareness and stay focused. is the moment when a breakthrough is near. By learning to recognize the telltale signs of this internal heat, we become familiar with the process of growth and transformation. Allow yourself to become calm and steady, inhaling in through the nose and out through the mouth. Give yourself plenty of time for this. Breathing is very personal and should never feel forced or aggressive. Make gentle suggestions to the flow of the breath as you gradually extend the exhale and the inhale just a bit longer than casual breathing. Notice the gentle rise and fall of your torso as you breathe in. And out. 
Notice the pauses between the breaths and listen to these moments of transition even more attentively. Those pauses are often the moments that the mind wanders away from the practice. Intensify your awareness and follow the breath up and down your spine. Imagine that the inhale is traveling from the base of your spinal column way down in your pelvis, all the way up the spine toward the middle of your brain at a point between the eyebrows but further back within the skull. Continue breathing up and down your spine slowly and deeply. So, 
once you have established this vibration in the mind, you can continue to silently repeat the mantra or allow it to fade into the background or simply continue to follow the easy flow of the breath. If you find your mind wandering away from your breath and therefore wandering away from the present moment, gently lure your awareness back to the mantra, either that of the breath itself or the so hum sound you have learned. Go on. There is an important distinction that should be made between tapas, the heat that arises from self-disciplined practice, and any kind of self-inflicted damage or pain. The well-known phrase, no pain, no gain, doesn't apply to tapas. Unnecessary pain is something that is to be avoided. While the heat of tapas challenges one's comfort zone, it can be misused when it is taken too far. The emphasis is on self-reflection brought about by self-discipline. 
self-discipline is really self-care. It takes a certain amount of discipline to prepare yourself for bed in time to get a good night's sleep and awaken feeling rested and healthy. By choosing to stop the flow of your nighttime activities and move towards sleep, you are corralling your energies in a particular direction. Your mind may distract you from this. Perhaps you feel that you should respond to an email or use the internet, which would stimulate your mind, making it harder to sleep. The discipline of going to bed is an act of kindness and care toward your body and mind, which has a ripple effect into the next day, improving your interactions with people. When you take care of yourself by observing these small acts of self-discipline, you are better able to care for yourself. Some people think that self-care is too indulgent or self-centered. But when you practice self-discipline, you take better care of others as well because you have a reservoir of health and strength and wellness to draw on. Return to the mantra silently in your mind. So, um, so, um, so. you consciously breathe slowly, deeply, comfortably. The sounds are assigned to the breath to strengthen the awareness of how the breath affects the mind and vice versa. The mantra sounds in your mind not too clear and not too fuzzy. Total relaxation of the lips, the jaw. The palate feels spacious and open. Experience the breath smoothly and deeply as you go on mentally repeating so hum. So, hum, so, hum, go on.
From time to time, you may feel your mind wandering away from the mantra. That is actually a good sign. It means that you are relaxing your mind and psychic contents are being allowed to arise from your unconscious mind. However, don't become enthralled with what is arising. Let it come and let it go. Can you stay focused on the mantra? So hum. So hum. So hum. It takes discipline to harness the mind to this mantra. Even so, do not be too harsh with yourself if you find your attention wandering off. Always keep a sense of humor and smile inwardly as you practice. You are building up your capability to keep the mind focused. But like any skill, it takes time. Over time, the mantra begins to sound itself. You are not doing it. It happens by itself. Look for the moments when you find yourself hankering for some other type of stimulation. That is the precise moment to intensify your effort without any strain. That is the moment when change is occurring. Go on. Silently repeat the mantra in your mind.
release the mantra. Let go of any mental effort. You have discovered the inner heat that always arises when you are gently and gradually expanding your skills and abilities. As you release and release and release any physical or mental tension, feel the shift from focused attention to the soft spaciousness of diffuse awareness. You are here in this moment, breathing peacefully. That is enough. Enjoy the benefits of your practice as you feel the calm surrender that accompanies the release of the mantra practice. Just rest and breathe normally. Sleep.